we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. She asks, hi, I got this question. I know this is strange, but he's got, and she points at her, her boyfriend, he's got an itchy butthole. Do you what? know what that would be about? And then we had this whole conversation about, about his, his itchy, itchy butthole. butthole that I'm going to tell you what it is. No, it doesn't have a parasite. It's fungus? Nope. What? He has to take a shit. He, mom... He that's all it is. Shit. Yeah, that's what it is. The reason I say this is because every time I have an itchy butthole, I have to. T- it means I have to take a shit. I have never heard this come out of you or anyone else in my life. Sneaky freaks, if you've heard of this before, please let us know. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. Happy Pride Month, you sneaky fucking freaks. Fly that freak freak flag all year, but especially during this month. Oh, absolutely. A big hug and a kiss and a slap on the ass (laughs) to all of our LGBTQIA brethren and family out there. And we just figured out what the IA is, and it's not intellectual, interterrestrial. What? What are you looking at me for? What is it? I forgot already. It's intersex, mother. Intersex. Okay. Do you, know, do you remember what it means? It means anyone who doesn't have the body parts that they were supposed to be assigned to. No. No. <laughs> they don't <laughs> identify with the gender associated with the body parts. Right. Yes. I thought you said they may not have the body parts. No, I didn't say they don't have the body parts. Because I knew a girl that when I was growing up, she did not. She was born without a vagina. And they had to create one for her. It's very nice that they were able to do that. Yeah. Anyway, to all of our friends out there who are celebrating Pride Month, I, I am with you. I love you. And let's do this thing. Let's go. Okay. So on another note, I had a very interesting conversation this weekend that I wanted to just run by you. Okay. Now, there's an experience that uh, penis owners have sometimes where you'll be sitting on the toilet and your penis will touch the bowl of the toilet. Okay. It's one of the most frightening encounters you could possibly imagine. Is it your toilet or someone else's toilet? Literally any toilet, especially a public toilet. If it's a shallow basin, your dick will touch the side of it. Okay, what? Are you sitting on the... Are you sitting? You're sitting down. Your dick dangles down there. Why are you sitting there? Because you're shitting? You could be shitting. You could just be lazy and you want to sit down. Well, then why don't you do what women do, which is you put a goddamn toilet seat cover over and you don't have that problem the penis touches the fucking base the, of the toilet it goes over the cover and hits the base of the toilet you're what, what are you what, what are you picturing with this cover the, what are you, the, the dick doesn't just like sit outside of the fucking toilet i never really considered this the, i'm sorry i, know, the, I was I'm with sorry. a group of people and is the, it the women at the table did couldn't conceive of this at first well is this if you have a very long dick or does it depend on the toilet bowl it mainly it depends on both factors. Well, maybe you shouldn't be lazy, and if you had to take a piss, you go and you no, no, stick no. your piss. You I, go I, in the urinal. Let's just say I'm shitting, and the dick touches the base of the toilet. This is called the devil's kiss. Says who? This is an, a, a term we discovered. 
You made this up? No, it's actually, I discovered that this is the term for a friend. I couldn't believe this. Oh. I've been having this experience for all of my life. Because you've had this huge dick? Just an enormous dick. Actually, <laughs> last night I did some research and I discovered I have an exactly average size penis. Thank you for sharing that with all our listeners. Stinky Freaks, Mazel Tov. I, He I'm, has an average size penis. My my body is average in almost every like. I could think shape. of one in an area that's not average. If you start talking about my fucking toes. No, I was going with eyes. My eyes are not average. Your eyes are fucked up. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, do you do you, do you have anything to say about this devil's kiss? I never realized I was experiencing this until it was discussed this weekend. And now you're going to be was, super paranoid every time you sit down because your dick's going to touch the ball. The worst? Does it happen every time or does it, does it happen? every time. It has to be a very shallow toilet. And what about the water in the bowl? The water is usually way lower. So it's like a naked toilet that you're just, you're collecting anything that was there before you. All right, so why can't you do what I do sometimes? What? You do a squat, like, you know, like, well, what's that called? No then? one's expecting to sit down and have the dick touch the bottom of the toilet, mom. Well, you have to always expect it now that you know it's a possibility. I'm fine sitting. I, 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 the worst, though, I will say this, and sneaky freaks, if you, if this, if you're tracking with me, clearly my mother's unfazed by this, but I'm still rattled by it. The worst is if for some reason the toilet, the porcelain is somehow room temperature and your dick is just kind of resting on the <laughs> base of the toilet. And you it's in well, the, what, and then you, what if you it was move cold? slightly and the next thing you know you're like, "Oh my god, was my dick sitting on this toilet the whole fucking time where everyone urinates and pisses everywhere?" Anyway, so what was going on with your weekend this this weekend, mother? Um Pretty low key, which is what I wanted it, but we I just did I did have some sort of really scary incident. What happened? Well, I've been intensively training your dog, our dog, the family dog. I mean your dog. Okay, my dog. Buddy. Okay. My I've been intensively training with these little teeny kibbles of his food. So, you know, come and sit and all that, all the commands. And he's doing he's getting it. And he I guess it was what morning was it? Sunday morning. I decided to walk in and Dee's was sleeping in the bedroom. It was dark in there. And I decided to go get my my thyroid medicine out. So on one hand, I had the kibbles. In one hand, I was grabbing the thyroid medicine. Oh, my God. I, yeah. This sounds like a magic trick going awry. It's bad. Pick a hand. Pick a hand. I, I decided to give a treat to Buddy. My thyroid pill. No. Luckily, it's not a very high dosage. Why did so, you give your dog? He was right there lapping it up. And I did, I freaked out. I wake up Dee's. I'm like, we got to call the doctor. Something bad has happened. Well, oh, at He this knows point, we're talking about him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like he's, sneezing crazy, like a crazy amount. Well, guess what happened? What? I they, they You can be on hold for 20 minutes. A damn dog could have died at, waiting for the vet to pick up on a Sunday of Memorial Day weekend. Oh, God. So of course, they tell me they can't do anything for me. I have to call poison control. I call poison control. I'm on hold for like another half hour. It's unbelievable. You, they, these dogs can be like literally keeled over, drooling, and you is don't get any help. Control, is it the same company that does for humans? Is it they, they Wait, do for dogs as well? It's different. And you know, they get you by the balls because they say, if you would like to have more information than just what our general thought, which is basically, she said, I think he's going to be okay. What? Yeah. But if you want more... You got to pay 75 bucks up front wait, before they will wait. continue the conversation. No it's a way. It's a goddamn scam. No fucking way. Yeah. So this same woman yeah. who's talking to you says, yeah. I, I think he's going to be okay. And then she's like, but I know more. I could tell you. Yes. Give me Are you kidding me? That's exactly what went down. So, of course, because I'm looking at these, he's looking at me. We're paying the 75 bucks. You couldn't just say, come on, just give me a Yeah, little. I kind of did just say that. Come on, give me a hint, you know. But then I thought, you know what? She gives me the wrong hint. And I kill my dog for 75 bucks. It's not worth it. So I got the whole gist of it, which is basically he's going to be fine. What the fuck? If he has diarrhea or something, let us know. That is such a crazy system. And they give you one little tidbit. They say, if he needs to call back again, you can get it for free the next time. It's, you got a case number now. So wait, wait. Any future Any future poisonings. thyroid poisoning or any poisoning whatsoever? I didn't get to the point if it was just that particular medicine or any medicine in general or any food in general that he digests. Wait a minute. He has a case. Wait. So they told they told you like he can take a certain amount of thyroid medication, be all right, or any Actually, type of medication. Well, here's a little interesting little tidbit. Also, apparently, thyroid medication affects humans much differently than dogs, and dogs need a lot more thyroid medicine to to 
cause any change than, than humans do, which is kind of funny because he's a little tiny. I read that there was a six-month Mastiff who ate an entire bottle of thyroid medication. Oh, my God. And it was completely fine. Why is everyone feeding their dogs thyroid medications? I, she said, you know, and I said, why did you? Of course, Dee's is like ready to kill me. And I'm like, does this ever happen before? I feel like such an idiot. She goes, it happens all the time. You're giving a, the dog treats and you by accident give him a pill. She goes, it happens all the freaking time. Oh my God. So I felt much better after that, knowing that there's a lot of idiots out there besides me. I cannot believe that you went through this. That was my excitement of the, of the entire weekend. Holy moly. That and discovering someone on TikTok. Oh boy. I found Whitey. And if, Whitey? Oh, if you guys don't know who Whitey is, I, I, his name is like William White or something like that. I don't know. I forgot what his real name is, but women and gay guys in our, in our party, well, I mentioned gay guys are very into this guy. He looks like a 70s pop star. Okay. And I figured out who he looks like. Oh, boy. And he sings these like old-fashioned songs like this one. He's singing this? No, he's totally lip syncing. I don't have any clue if he has any talent other than being gorgeous. But he's oh got the my. whitest, cutest teeth and smile. He's got these blue eyes. He's got that, that shag hairdo from like when I was growing up. And I'm telling you, women in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and, and all the gay men out there are creaming over this guy. Creaming? Right. You never heard Creaming? That? That's probably a term from the 70s. No, that's a, it's a disgusting <laughs> term that I do not want my mother to, to use when talking about 27-year-old men on TikTok. I mean, we have guys saying, fellas, we have a problem we must deal with. Lock your wives up. Lock your wives up. He should have said lock your wives up, but he won't lock your wives up. So this is what you spend your weekend doing? Yeah, and I figured out who it was that he reminds me of. Who? Exactly, Bobby Sherman. My crush from when I was a teenager that I had posters all over my bedroom wall. This is unbelievable. They look identical to each other. So it's are you going to reach out to this guy? Oh, I, I won't. I don't have a chance. I'm telling you, there, there are so many women, 40 and up. And why, I'm talking why is seven. It that, why is it that decade? Why, why is it 40 and up? Because he looks like a pop star from that day, decade. That's why. I see. I see. So the younger girls don't give a fuck about him. No, no I don't. They probably do, too. Everybody would. You did when you walked in. I showed you. I'm like, you're like, oh, I like his hair. I did like his hair. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'm going to, I'm crafting a response video to this. Oh God. Yeah. So be prepared on my TikTok that you it will It sounds like seeing. a very a wonderful weekend. You've given your dog some thyroid medication and you fell in love with a 27 year old on TikTok. I actually thought he was 18. So I'm glad to hear that he was over 25. That's great, mom. Now what's been going on in your world? Anything exciting? My world has opened up. COVID no longer is a thing. Uh, there are so many goddamn parties maskless parties it's it's wild it's, it is crazy and people are making up for lost time a lot of makings out makings out with randos a lot of randos i of course was abstaining because of the herpes scare yeah what's going on with the herpes scare let's 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 get to so that far first. no cold sores have formed i have learned everything there is to possibly know about herpes i'm actually going to play some of my favorite podcasts that i listened to about herpes recently oh my god from the sex out loud with tristan terramon Tristan Terramino, who has been on this podcast. Yeah. And she's one of the Pleasure Podcasts. I'm going to play that at the end of this episode. You're going to hear you, I, I know. You some of the most it. fascinating shit I've ever heard about herpes. You sent that to me. Here's the like, skinny of it. You sent it to me at like 2 in the morning. Yeah, I, I thought you should listen to that shit. And like an idiot, I started listening to it at 2 in the morning. It was great. It I was did, wonderful. I, I was liking it until I passed out. Yeah, I, th I, I was wondering why I didn't get a response from you. Because I was like high and drunk and listening to it. Here's the short of it. What? Everyone has fucking herpes. Yeah, that's what I did here. It's fucking unbelievable. And, and what what I didn't realize, everyone has herpes, but it just is asymptomatic in nearly all the cases. The major like the vast majority don't have cold sores from it, but they are still able to pass it on even when you're asymptomatic, which is why it's so prevalent. I probably have been exposed long ago. Your eyes are like so wide open right now. It looks like you've discovered like a cure for cancer. What is it? What, what's going on here? It's not a big deal. It's Everyone's not... fucking got this shit. All right. Then what about the people that you had the big hacker thing on their lip? Like a, a, a small percentage, unfortunately, get that. But it has this terrible stigma from people who probably already have it, by the by way. By the time they're 50. And so that means if they're 60, like my age. 90% of the population will have been exposed to it meaning that they likely have contracted it and it's just not expressing. 
I think that's the same with almost all diseases. I think we all carry them dormant. Oh, and then wow. stress activates them. Oh, wow. Because I remember asking a guy um, who was treating cancer for some a friend of mine. Oh, I wow. said, what do you think causes cancer? He said, a virus. That is so unrelated. No, just, it's a virus. Fucking, your eyebrows it's are going up and down like you virus. found the fucking gold. Yes, it's a virus that lies dormant in your body until you stress. You think cancer is a virus? Yes, that's what he said. Cancer is a virus and it just lies dormant until you're stressed as fuck. Until you, something activates it. Oh, so we got to cool down, guys. Yeah, you think about all the people you know who got cancer. A lot of them have cancer and maybe they're more stressed than others. Well, oh. luckily, I'm very calm. You're so calm, especially your last week, uh, which I got phone calls every, I would say, three or four times a day on the latest reports from your poor friends that happen to be involved with you. Well, my doctors have now put me on their do not call do not list. disturb list. I'm now on to psychiatrists and psychologists. So you didn't get what you wanted from the doctors. The doctors couldn't give me any definitive response because no get, one fucking no no one has yeah, a can you has read a fucking it? clue. It has nothing to do with that. Can you just read how? The last text was with with which one the doctor the oral surgeon yeah it's not pretty it, he didn't seem to be all that compassionate towards you anymore he said something like um, <laughs> first of all he get a life he didn't respond something? all weekend which you know I understand he's a busy man uh, was I stressed absolutely <laughs> um, so basically I sent him a picture of my gums to see if these little bumps that I had were related. Yes. And he said, sorry, tough to say. I can barely see the bumps in the picture. Because there probably weren't any. But you'll know if it comes back. I hope not. <laughs> I, could, I said, all righty then. Well, thank you for carrying me through this mysterious journey. And he said, sorry, I didn't have more definitive answers. To which I responded, well, if you come up with any, please let me know. Uh, so... I think that's the end of our friendship. I think so, too. I mean, this this does not sound like he wanted to have any more conversation about it. Nothing. I, he's so over it. He's like putting together MMA fighters' faces. He does not have any time to talk to me about my little bumps that another doctor friend said were canker sores. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. So then I started getting uh, messages from my psychologist friend, who is actually quite responsive because I think he thinks of me as like a case study. Yeah, I guarantee if he's in class right now and they yes. got a big picture of you up there sticking your tongue out and having someone look underneath it and and it's like, look out for guys like this. They are complete hypochondriacs. Well, then he, he actually said from ob- object relations class just now, and he sent me this image. It says, one theory of hypochondria is that hypochondriacs need a neutral body. They fantasize that your body should have no sensation except specific ones like, oh, I'm going to make love. I want a neutered or neutral body, but our bodies aren't like that. Our bodies are changing all the time. What the fuck did that mean? He basically said... You need a sex doll? He said... Hypochondriacs, hypochondriacs. No, not that I need a fucking sex doll. What did it mean It then? means that I'm fantasizing about just having a perfectly neutral, unmarked body, basically, without any illness. And I said, well, did they share how to get a neutral body? Yeah. And what did he say to that? Lowell, I'll ask. I think the prof is a hypochondriac himself. Oh, oh my God. Can you imagine? I'm hoping to set up some time with him, with the, uh, the hypochondriac I am professor. very happy you did not go into medicine. How about psychology? Or psychology, for that matter. I think that you better stick with what you're doing right I'm now. I'm doing all right, Mom. I yeah. think the meditation has actually helped me dramatically this Definitely. past week. Because... In the past, I think I would have let I would have gone down the rabbit hole a lot more than I did. I don't think in that's this situation, possible. You are now the authority on herpes. I know. In this situation, though, I did. I, I acknowledged there was fear coursing through my veins, but I was like, okay, there is fear present. I can handle this emotion. It's fine. There's nothing to fear but fear itself. Well, that's very wise of you, mother. I didn't come up with that one. I think that's one of those Roosevelt's. Mother, recently I asked you to test out one of our new sponsors. And I loved it. It's called Laurels. I had to give my mother latex panties to try on. Not in front of you, thankfully. Mother, what is Laurels? They're a single-use natural latex panty designed to be worn during oral sex and rimming. I'll give you a quick scenario. Say you're at the gym and you're working out and you're real sweaty. And then... Your partner wants to have sex right away and there's no shower nearby. Oh. Put these little suckers on 
and you don't have to feel at all self-conscious about any kind of odors or sweats or anything like that. Sneaky freaks, what if you have someone like me going down on you? I just shaved. I got a stubbly-ass beard. <laughs> you don't want this necessarily scraping your private parts. So a nice thin barrier would help things. It really will work. You can be on your period. You can still feel comfortable having someone go down on you because you have this nice latex barrier. It's super thin so that you can actually feel everything going on. They come in two styles, shorties for fuller coverage or bikinis if you want to bear a bit more. Also, laurels are made with your privacy in mind. They're individually packaged in a pocket-sized pouch so you can take them on the go. So if you'd like to go to play parties, you can bring them in there. I think this is just a way to feel freer. It's the world's first oral sex panties. For listeners of our show, Laurels is giving 15% off your first purchase today at mylaurels.com. That's www.mylaurels.com. Use promo code MOM for 15% off. 15% off mylaurels.com. Get yourself some latex goodies. Get your mother some and ask her. That's a fun conversation to have. (laughs) You know what I hate more than anything on my entire body? What? My hair. Your hair? I don't like my hair. It's either flat, frizzy, oily, or dry. It's never like in a really good shiny condition until now. Until now, I started using Pros. Pros creates customized hair care products for people like my mother, whose hair resembles that of a broom if it's not showered correctly. Okay, I did not need you to say that. First of all, let's start at the beginning with Pros has a quiz. They've given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, and they ask questions that really get a sense for what your hair is like. You'd be surprised they even ask you about your eating habits and exercise and your zip code because some areas are drier than others. And then they make a beautiful blend exactly for you. So that you can get stronger texture, softer, shinier, fuller, the whole gamut. And I really like some of the products, for example, Curl Cream. I didn't even think I could curl my hair and it, it really works. It has a nice beach wave to it. Well, thank you. It just makes sense that if there's that many different types of hair, you can't get a one-size-fits-all type. You have to have something that's geared specifically for you. All of my friends are using pros these days. Take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today, Sneaky Freaks. That's 15% off. Just go to pros.com slash sneaky. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash sneaky for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. Check out that episode description for that link. There was, I did have one experience though this weekend. I went to a birthday party and I had ran back into my friend who is a an orthopedic surgeon. Oh no. And you know, I hadn't seen him in a long time. So I figured I'm not on his do not disturb list yet. Yeah. But I'm thinking to myself, what's wrong with your body that you can complain about that he can possibly help you with? Well, he said he went to med school. He knows a lot about herpes at this point. Oh my God. Just because he went to med school. So I'm sitting there with him. at this outdoor birthday party he's got the girlfriend nearby and then suddenly we're joined by this other couple and i'm about to go in for the herpes question and who comes over and suddenly the woman in the couple that was that just joined us these strangers bogart the conversation and she starts she she asks hi i got this question i know this is strange but he's got and she points at her, her boyfriend he's got an itchy butthole do you what? know what that would be about? And then we had this whole conversation about, about his, his itchy, itchy butthole. butthole that I'm going to tell you what it is. No, it doesn't have a parasite. It's fungus? Nope. What? He has to take a shit. He, mom, he that's doesn't all have to it take is. a shit. Yeah, that's what it is. Or he smokes he gets a, What is he, like a dog? He, he has to take yes. a shit? Sneaky freaks. What's the number? 310-356-3920. That's our text number. Give us a text. Listen, the reason I say this is because every time I have an itchy butthole, I have to. T- it means I have to take a shit. I have never heard this come out of you or anyone else in my life. Sneaky freaks, if you've heard of this before, please let us know at you that number. Get, when, every time you take a shit, you have to. No, you not every butthole? time, but sometimes I have an itchy anus, and it turns out all it means is I got to take a shit. Or it could mean, and someone and people don't acknowledge this, when you smoke weed or even ingest weed at all. It causes dryness in weird places, and one of them could be a, your butthole. I, Do you ever get dry eyes? Yeah. From, 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 uh, so this is dry ass? Dry ass. 
You smoke weed, you get a dry ass. Yep. I've never heard of this in my fucking life. It mother. affects all tissues. You anal, think anal this guy tissue? probably did smoke a lot of weed. There you go. Let's call him. I don't know that guy's number. I was just so fucking pissed that his girlfriend just came in there and started to ask. She hit the quota for weird medical questions. So you couldn't go from ass itching to, to herpes? No. Oh. And by the way, if you're just tuning in, <laughs> this is all related to last week's episode where I drunk from a friend's gl- glass that was experiencing a herpes outbreak and it led me to a whole fucking spiral. Downward spiral. But luckily nothing is the- manifested, so we'll, we'll see, you know? I- yeah, I even had to take a picture of your sister's tongue underneath there to show you that she had the same shit that you do. She had way worse shit than Yeah, she, it, I, don't, I don't know why she's not worried because I don't know what was going on. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff going on in that mouth. Oh, my God. Anyway, I, I, the solution, by the way, for the ACS that this doctor said was to tape, tape your ass with <laughs> scotch tape and see if in the morning when you go to sleep, see if there's any bugs on the fucking tape because oh. it could be a parasite that okay. lives in your ass. Tell him to stick to orthopedic surgery. That's the most ridiculous thing. He He's making that up. No. And then stick the guy, the guy's together. like standing there. He's like, okay, but I'm going to take the, the scotch tape and then who do I send it to? How am I supposed to know w- w- if there's bugs on this thing? Okay. And yeah. the guy's like, just send it to your doctor and tell yeah. him to take a look at the scotch tape. That guy was, you know what? That guy reminds me of my friend. He passed away, but he was an orthopedic surgeon. I come in there and I'd say, I think I got... Um, it's a broken wrist. My wrist is bothering me. He goes, okay, good. Take off all your clothes and I'll be right back. So yeah, that's what the orthopedic surgeons are like. They're they're little pranksters, aren't they? Not cool behavior. Is a friend of mine. He could say that shit. I, I wasn't actually going to take off all my clothes. I wanted to ask you about this, by the way. Yeah, I think that's a generational thing. But I, 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 I why I was, is that a? Gen- it was a joke. I I was dancing with a friend of mine. She's a, a very close girlfriend to. My, one of my best friends. We were able to dance very sexually together, which is not a relationship I can I have with a lot of the people in my life. And it was just very interesting that somehow you can dance intimately with someone and it has no sexual vibe whatsoever. Maybe at that point you weren't in a sexual mood, but then, no, again, no. then again, you're always in a sexual no, mood. No, it just, there's certain relationships that allow you to jo- joke around in that in that way and be very physical with someone. Because she's dating somebody else. Yeah, maybe because I knew that it was just like so off limits and there's never any chance well, that's what that we were is. able to do that. That's what it is. But but I have other friends that's not the same experience. And I mean, everyone has different relationships. You know, some people have open relationships, some people. It's not open. I'm not woken <laughs> up with this person. <laughs> I know you're not open. I'm open. I know you're open. I know. I know that wasn't an open relationship because the way you described it is a very trusting relationship. Right. And that's why they don't think they they're real sexual dancing. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. But I always did think of dancing feel, as a prelude to sex. I did feel like your friends are con- your friends are constantly f- fucking each other on the dance floor. That's what I'm telling you. Back in the day. But it doesn't seem it like that was sexual to, at all. It might have something to do with the, fa- the fact that people were doing quaaludes. And I had no idea that they were all on qu- quaaludes at these bar and bar mitzvahs. Oh, yeah. Oh, all the time. At the bar and bar mitzvahs, they were on quaaludes? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, my God. And my wedding. It's unbelievable. You could see someone walk by and pop a pill while they're in front of the camera. Oh. You literally can see that. Oh. oh, my God. All right. Should we move on to the segment of the show called Hit, hit on, on or, or Shit On? What? What, 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 what? Why do you say it at the same fucking time? We're supposed to. No one can understand what we're saying. We're going into the segment called Hit On or Shit On. This is a segment where we take your listener feedback and we determine whether it's a hit on or a shit on. And we also to try to determine if it's directed to you or to me. We sometimes don't know. That is true. So what did you got for us this week, Mother? Well, I'm guessing this was directed towards me. Just a, just a thought. It says, I am a 29 years old African in California. Can we have sex or do you have any older woman for me? Why do you assume that's for you? <laughs> because he asked for an, another older woman, so I'm assuming that he's he's thinking he likes older women. He also says I'm a 29 year old African in California. What is a 29 year old? I'm a 32 year old American in California. <laughs> so I'm going to count that as a hit on for me. Why you? I just told you. No, you didn't. He way closer in age to me. Which, doesn't specify. Yeah. It, I could set him up with an older woman. That's true. Yeah. You're going to set him up with an older woman. I love when these guys ask me to set them up with other people. What What is this, a dating service? Yeah. 
Uh, what I else al- you got over there? I also got an offer for a foot massage. What? Someone offered to give me a foot massage. I consider that to be a hit on. Was Were they a uh, pedicurist? No. What is this? Uh, just a general foot massage. Can I give you a foot massage? The, and w- did you respond? I said it will consider the offer. Oh, okay. I mean, if it said total body massage, probably not. But, but a free foot massage? Free foot massage. Reflexology. It doesn't sound like a bad call. Yeah, I would get some credentials on it and see if they, where it goes. Would you maybe think he might be offering you a foot massage? Of course. I would say that's another hit on for me. I say it's another hit on for you. Uh, I got another one that said, I would literally pay you to say mommy issue phrases. Okay, this is to you. Why do you think that? I, I, I would not be suggested that. Now, what do you consider a mommy issue phrase? I have no idea. Neither did I. What is it? I've never heard this term before. Mommy Did you look it up? Yeah, I looked it up and um, they gave me some examples. She's got bite marks on her tongue from all the things she never said. What? She's got bite marks on her tongue from all the things she's never said. In other words, she's always biting her tongue. Is this like a, the issues that a mother has? I actually have not been able to figure out what mommy issue phrases are. Here's another. Fuck excuses. Learn to admit when you fuck up. I like that one. What is going on? What is this, ma'am? I don't know. There's one more. Wait, why are you going? <laughs> Listen carefully how a person speaks about other people to you. This is how they will speak about you to other people. I like that phrase, actually. I think that's actually quite wise. I think all of them are wise. I just, just don't understand why they're considered mommy issue phrases. And why this person is going to pay you to say them. I like when people pay me for things like this. <laughs> okay. I, I actually got another offer to get some money. Okay. And this one, I think I should take them up on it, or maybe you should. Is this the, cl- I feel like this is the classified section of the podcast. Again, I'm not sure if this is to you or to me because it's on our Patreon page um, for Sex Talk oh, with this My Mom. Oh, this is the big hitter that joined our Patreon page? Yeah. He says, hello, Ms. Sexy. How about a $100 monetary for a five to seven minute live cam of your legs in pointed closed toe pumps. Oh, very specific. Very specific. Moving sexy cam only on them, please, with four question marks. Did I hear cam? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What What did that say? A five to seven minute live cam of your legs. Oh, it's a live cam. But maybe they mean live cam, like Like with you. Yeah, I'm going to say on this one, I think it might be you. Why? Just the hello, sexy. Hello, thing. Ms. Sexy. Ms. Sexy. Oh. Sometimes people do mistake you for a girl, though. You, what You took out all of these. What did I do? I didn't take out anything. What are you talking about? The, oh, the, the, the prior stuff? Well, let me read this message. Okay, you read it. He goes on to say, man, oh, man, do I feel ignored, not to mention horny for a shoe fetish climax. I so want to come watching you wear high heels really bad. Now, what okay. the fuck is going on? I, I, I actually do not feel very comfortable with the idea of him jacking off while I'm walking around in some very uncomfortable shoes. <laughs> the whole thing sounds uncomfortable. Now, if he had said walking around in your your uh, like flip-flops, my Havianas, I might have been considering that, okay? Because that's comfortable. I can walk around for five to seven minutes. I don't walk around for five to seven minutes in pointed closed toe pumps. So even if moving he, sexy. Even if you weren't jerking off to you while you did this on a live cam, you, you still wouldn't want to do this. Well, I don't even have pointed closed toe pumps anymore. I don't buy those kind of shoes. What are pumps? The high heel with the, you know, just like, you know, like a Barbie doll's pump. What do you do? You don't, how do like you a do stiletto? But it's not as tall as that. Okay. But how do you not know what a pump is? It's just I just a, don't know what a pump is. It's like is average it? business people wear that. You know, women in business usually wear them. Oh, so sexy. You think those are sexy? I don't know, but I could, you know, this guy seems to find it sexy. Anyway. Well, I did ask my friend Nina Hartley. She's going to do it? No, I asked her what it, what it, if $100 was reasonable. What would she say? No, 150 it's a specific 150 it's a, it's 150 and but i should pay wait. for the shipping of the shoes wait this if, if i if i was going to sell the shoes no way yeah yeah that was hilarious she is such an exact number she came up with 150 oh one, without hesitation <laughs> she knows the menu she knows what's out there and how much everything is worth and oh that, wow that was, know your worth mood. yeah well as far as i'm concerned 
it's got to be much more than that because I'd have to go buy the goddamn pumps, which I don't even own. Oh, wow. Well, I think that's uh, hit on or shit on. I think we, we've we've pretty much exhausted those. Two. They're all hit ons. They're all hit ons. Um, I did have. Uh, no one's shitting on my hair this week, it turns out. That's wonderful. Someone yeah. actually, I think, said something nice about your hair. Oh, I'm glad that we didn't include that one, Mom. I mean, I don't know where that is. Is it time? Is it that time? It is that time for uh-huh. Mom's, Mom's News. Mom's News. Mom's News. Mom's News, the segment of the show where my mother shares earth-shattering, groundbreaking, need-to-know info for your education and enlightenment. This one is a little different than my typical. This was actually in CNN, and I just thought I needed to share this information. Wow. CNN. Not, not a random tabloid in the middle of Europe. Nope. Nope. And I found out recently that the same information on the Irish mirror is the same as on the the, <laughs> the British mirror. So I basically it basically is. What do you mean? It's a How scam. did you discover that? Because I looked, I'm like, oh, that looks like the exact same articles. You probably are the most voracious reader of the mirror I am. at this point. I, Who I the should, fuck else is reading that? I should send them some money because they, you know I'm getting this free. You should. You should info. subscribe to the mirror. I'm going to subscribe. I don't even know if you can subscribe, but anyway, this was on CNN. It says a former Southwest Airlines pilot, Michael Hack, Hack, so it's the H A A K, sixty, was sentenced to one year of probation last week after pleading guilty to committing a lewd, indecent, and obscene act during a flight oh, wow. he was piloting last summer, according to a news release from the Attorney General's Office of District of Maryland. According to the release, as part of the plea agreement, Hack, who was captain of a Southwest Airlines plane flying from Philadelphia to Orlando, admitted that once the airline reached cruising altitude, he got out of the pilot's seat, undressed and viewed pornographic media on a laptop computer while still in the cockpit. No way. Gets worse. During this time, Hack also engaged in inappropriate conduct with a female first officer whom he had never met before the flight continued her flight duties according to the release. Oh my God. Now, how terrifying for that first officer. Holy fuck. I, I mean, can you just imagine you're just going about your duties as a pilot and all of a sudden your partner decides, I want to just strip down, <laughs> whack off, mid-flight, turn on porn and fuck you. You just keep flying the plane and pretend it, I'm not even here. No, it sounds like he was getting involved with her as well. No, it sounds like she was trying to mind her own damn business. She's never met the guy before and she's trying to fly this plane so they don't get a goddamn Unbelievable. crash. Unbelievable. That's terrifying. Can you imagine if they did crash and he's stuck with his dick in his hand? Oh, my God. What are our, pl- our pilots doing when we're on those flights? I mean, I've always thought ethical things, but this is scary. I you... did know of, of a female um, flight attendant who told me she did some really crazy things in first class when people didn't uh, treat her properly. Oh. She once uh, masturbated in someone's coat <laughs> and gave it Wait. back. Yeah. Wait. What do you mean masturbated in yeah, someone's she did. Coat? She she literally said she just decided to like whack off on her own and then wipe herself all over the coat. Oh. Yeah, that's what she did. Oh, my God. She got pissed. That is disgusting. Yeah, so if you're walking around with a weird scent on your jacket, you know now where it came from. Some Someone. Someone in first class that was a little bit with an attitude. Oh, my God. Don't give flight attendants attitudes. They're no shit. Yeah. And definitely not pilots. Oh, my God. There's a lot of shit going on. That, and maybe that's why it's called the cockpit. The cockpit. It's a good one, Mom. Thank you. I actually agree. That that's Mom's News. Mom's News. Mom's News. What is better than a toe curling? Eyes in the back of your head orgasm? I don't know, Mom. What? Nothing. <laughs> That's why we have Intensity by Pour Moi. It helps strengthen all your orgasms by exercising your pelvic floor muscles. Is that that device that looks like a vibrator that will send you to the moon? It looks like a vibrator, but it's so much more. It's like having a personal trainer for Kegel exercises. What are Kegel exercises? They assist in bladder control and enhance sensation during sex. How does it tighten the vagina and strengthen the pelvic floor, mother? It uses muscle stimulation along with the resistance of an inflatable probe to safely pinpoint those muscles and will exercise them automatically for you. Is it typically easy to find your Kegels? 
No, it's a hard thing to find the Kegels, but this does it for you. Did you use this? I used it. I love it. You found the Kegels? I found the Kegels. And also what I like about it is it also has an external vibration also. So that can hit your clit at the same time. So you're exercising and you're having orgasms at the same time. It's amazing. Guess what, Mom? I got great news. What's your great news, Cam? Our sneaky freaks can get $25 off of intensity when you go to pourmoi.com and enter code MOM at checkout. You can use this code along with any code on their website. That's $25 off on top of all ongoing promotions. When you go to P-O-U-R-M-O-I.com and use promo code MOM. Pourmoi.com, use promo code MOM. And it's time for the best segment of the show now, Mother. Oh, no. You got it. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. You've been waiting for it all fucking week. Oh, no. It's Cam's Uppers. <laughs> oh, my God. Cam's Uppers. It's the, the place, place to, to be. be. Fun living is the life for me. It's Cam's Uppers. The second of the show where I share something near and dear to my heart that my mother has typically finds boring or dull or exceedingly philosophically boring. She's already asleep. It's Cam's Uppers. Mother, I'd like to share with you something. All right. I don't need the snoring sound. Literally, the dog just fell asleep. The dog woke up from your snoring. I wanted to share with you what I heard from the CDC. STD cases diminished a little bit during COVID. It's hard to know, I think, because, you know, people were getting tested less. However, now that things are opening back up, STDs are expected to go flying around. Oh, that's going to be the great. rates are going up, baby. That means you're going to be insanely freaked out. Can you believe that? You just Use had all the tests. Barrier. You had all the tests. I had a battery of tests, all neg. In, I, well, I wonder why they'd be negative. You haven't had sex in, in how many years? It feels like a decade. And I have a feeling now people are just going to go. I can already tell people are going ham. Yeah, they don't care anymore. They're like, oh, I don't have to worry about COVID. I don't Who cares about all that other shit? That's right. And you know that we're on our, our last legs with gonorrhea. What? Yeah, it's becoming extremely resistant to a lot of the antibiotics that we had out there. We're down to, we were up to like four different variations of antibiotics that would work against gonorrhea. We're down to one. Are you saying what I'm thinking you're saying? Well, super gonorrhea? Yeah. It's becoming resistant to antibiotics. That is uh, not good. But good news. Syphilis? No. Good news is that they did, they, they came up with this uh, potential vaccine for meningitis. They ran a test on it. And they realized that the people that took that vaccine were not getting gonorrhea. That's amazing. So they think they came up with a fucking vaccine for gonorrhea. That's terrific. Right in the nick of time. Right in the nick of time. Because everyone's getting it right now. Man, what is so, gonorrhea anyway? It's a, not a fun thing that you can get in any orifice, basically. I can't even imagine if you got gonorrhea. I, 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 don't, I couldn't even live on the same planet with you. There's probably some, uh, some nice discharge going along, blood and shit. What? There's a lot of shit going on through your pee hole and your mouth, whatever. Oh, God. Disgusting. You can I get this shit in your ass, I think. Oh, man. And then in the ass, it doesn't. It, you don't experience a lot of symptoms either. Okay. Never mind. You're passing that along. Yeah. I, I Didn't some, one of the kings, like Hen, King Henry VIII, have syphilis or gonorrhea or one of those type of things? I don't know. Yeah. All I'm this, not... Are you usurping the fucking cam's uppers right now? No, no. I'm just wondering about like if this if this is going to be a thing. It's going to become a thing, uh-huh. and I, I am suggesting to all of our sneaky freaks who are having sex with new people, wear a goddamn barrier. Why not? Why is a big deal? No glove, no love. I had a friend tell me this weekend that he would rather not have sex than have sex with a condom. You know, and that's what was when I was single, and the old cockers that I was dating, they refused to wear condoms. I told them I would never have sex with them. They made fun of me for saying I had sex with a young guy and he wore a condom. They're like, oh, you with condom boy? I love wearing a condom. Why? Oh, because I know why. Yeah, it slows everything down. You make sure it's safe. It's a perfect thing. And it, le- and it lessens your sensitivity, which is great if you're quick draw maga. That's exactly right. What? Uh, what? Yeah. No, I think that's a good thing. It's a phenomenal thing, and I think everyone should be wearing condoms. If you have, a, if you're experiencing any kind of premature ejaculation, you should wear a condom because it li- literally will help you uh, have less sensitivity. 
and I would also say, regardless of whether you're wearing, you have premature ejaculation, you should wear a condom because it lessens your likelihood of developing an STD, which one in five people in, in America have. Or what about AIDS? Yeah, that's that would qualify. Mom. Or what about pregnancies? And the pregnancies are not fun either. Anyway, that's Cam's Uppers. Cam's Uppers is the place to be. Fun of it is the life for me. That's Kim's I'm uppers. really glad you shared that information. Mm-hmm. I now have to worry about something else. And no, I'm you, not worried you, about you, getting gonorrhea. I'm worried about you getting gonorrhea and then having a half Sure, you don't need to worry about shit. I'm not having sex with anyone. And if I do, you know I'm going to have barriers at the yin yang. You're probably wear like five condoms. You got it. All right. It's time for Just the Tip. Just the Tip. Do you guys love our new just the tip jingle i think so i love it it's great I, I, cam and i together just singing just the tip just the tip love it we had some listener uh texts and questions for us where we, so we wanted to give you some some very unqualified tips yeah and jigaman and he's he's expressed a concern before about other issues in his life to me uh out of the blue i sometimes don't talk to him for a while and then out of the blue i get a, a, a statement like this I want to have sex with my child's swim instructor, and I think I can. If I do it, should I tell my baby mama? We're not together because I can't be monogamous. I don't think I should have to. That's a great question, actually. It's a great question for a lot of reasons. What do you think? Okay, so he's got this child's swim instructor. They want they want to go to Bone Town, but does he have to tell his baby mama? Yeah. Whether he's having sex? I don't think he does. He says we're not together because I can't be monogamous. So she knows she's, he's not monogamous. I, I actually think it. I think it depends on the contract he has with the baby mama. Well, apparently he says we're not together because I can't be monogamous, insinuating that yeah, but if he could be monogamous, have they talked about it? That's why they're not together. They should have a conversation saying, "Yeah, you can go fuck whoever you want." Is it what? If, what if she doesn't? There needs to be some clarifying conversations, in my opinion. If hopefully that's happened in the past. I don't see why he wouldn't at this point. Cause you don't he, know the relationship with the baby mama. Well, this he's always got some weird relationship things going on because he always talks about how big his dick is. So hmm. he's, a, he's one of those thinking bigger is better, which I don't necessarily agree with. I'm starting to think average is better, mainly because I'm just You the have most to be average. happy with what you have, right? That's exactly right. I'm very proud of you for that. Anyway, Jigga Man, I hope that helped. Uh, basically, go have sex with that swim instructor. Make sure that baby mama is you know taken care of and that you're you're being honest with her we've been taken care of meaning that you know you're not leading her astray the next text is from rh hi cam and karen i started listening to your podcast after your appearances from the ask men podcast with marnie and Kristen. the both of you are a delight to listen to how parents and their children can talk about sex without hang-ups and being open my question I'm 45-year-old and single. I've never dated or have been physically intimate with anyone due to serious health issues. What would you suggest for someone who is over 40 and wants to date, but is worried about how they would be viewed as being inexperienced while dealing with their health? Thanks, RH. Mother, you got anything for this one? Yeah. Use it to your advantage. This person can mold you like clay. If you get involved with someone who sees you as like... um, some a work of art that she can create because you you're, you're starting from a blank uh, slate. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he has not been tainted by years of shitty habits. Yeah, that I think is great. Yeah, you gotta you gotta frame it positively, R H. And then with regard to being inexperienced, read up. There's plenty of books out there that you can read, including uh, Ian Kerner's. Yes. So tell me about the last time you had sex. Or it wouldn't be as apropos as I think uh, she, she comes, comes first. first. Yeah, because that's more for couples. Anyway, it's never too late to start. You could have one partner go to fucking Bone Town, USA all the goddamn time. You'll learn a lot very quickly. <laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> and also, even if you've learned from the first person, you can learn new tricks for the second. And I, everybody's different. All We're all different snowflakes. We all like it differently anyway. I'm also under the impression that people f- assume everyone's having a lot more sex than they actually are. Like, I, I think that this is an interesting question, but like the average number of partners someone has in, within by the age of 40. Let me look this up. Hold on. Okay. This is actually quite surprising. Among men, 14% between ages 40 and 44 had had zero to one partners. That's okay. quite a, that's a 14% lot. 14% is a fuck, a fuck yeah. 23% had 
two to four partners. That's, really? Oh, oh, we're almost we're approaching the halfway point. Twenty four percent had five to nine partners. Okay, so that's well over, well over half the population has had less than has fewer than ten partners by the age of forty. And by the way, 44. what do they consider sex? It could just be oral sex. It could be, uh, you know, just penetration. Does, did Great question. It's CDC data. I, uh, I'd have to look through the exactly what they. Right, what well, they well, whatever the case may be, I feel like a whore. Okay, so for women, it's even it's even less. By by age forty, they say that only nineteen percent had ten plus partners. Only nineteen percent. Thirty percent had between five and nine partners. I'm in an, I'm in an, the first category. You're not even in this category because you're not between ages forty and forty four. Anyway, I always assume that when it comes to sex, everyone assumes, oh, that guy's dick is big. Everyone else's dicks are bigger. Everyone else is lasting a lot longer. Everyone has got more partners. Everyone's got fewer bald spots. This is not, none of the shit. It's all negative shit. It starts when you're in grade school. This person has more friends than me. This person has more clothes or, mm-hmm. or money or whatever. The kids are wanting that they got Pokemon cards or whatever. You know, it's, everybody else seems like they have it better off than you. They don't. They absolutely do not. And then, yeah, years later, you find out that they're completely sad inside for a complete other reason that you had no exp- idea about. Or even if they're not sad, you realize that their shit is no better than your shit. That's right. Um, all right. I think that's the, the end of Just the Tip, Mother. And that was Just the Tip. Just the Tip. I'd like to just give a shout out to all of our... True loves, our patrons, our sneaky freaks who are supporting us on patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. And we got some two new ones. Yeah. One of them is our friendly little foot fetish guy. Alex. Alex. Big Papa with the $25 patron over there. And thank you very much, Alex. Thank I appreciate you. that. I will reconsider the foot video if I if I can see uh, a different type of shoe. I also like a little specification on what live cam really means. If you're talking about me alive. And then we have (laughs) Tony D who joined the fray. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for joining us on Patreon. For those of you who are just tuning in, Patreon's a way to support us financially. If you're enjoying this podcast, you also get access to our Patreon-only Discord channels, which are a very fun place for all of us to chat. And you can meet all the other sneaky freaks. And there's a lot of exclusive shit on there, pictures, videos, etc. that you can't get anywhere else. And we do monthly Zoom calls yeah, which are very fun. So sign up at patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. We really appreciate it. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash sex talk with my mom. And we love when you leave us ratings and reviews. Why do we love that? Because it shows us, A, that people are out there listening and appreciating the podcast because we put in fuckloads of hours every week to do this. And B, because it helps us show up in best of articles it allows us to get cooler guests on the show because you say, oh, we got a thousand reviews on Apple Podcasts. That's right. Check us out. So, And the SEOs obviously are going to notice that. So The SEOs. I know. Search engine optimization. Look at that. Yeah. And so I wanted to thank our newest reviewer, Mailman Man. I love Mailman Man. The subject line is Mailman Love. New favorite podcast. I listen every day while I'm on my mail route. Don't tell my boss. It makes my day so much better. Started from the beginning and still loving it. Thanks you all. Five stars. Hell, goddamn yes. I love that. Come I, on. So, I wonder if you are my mailman. And if you are, I would love to meet you and give you a high five. And for any sneaky freak listening to this podcast, we would love to hear where you listen to our podcast. I'm really curious. Do you listen in the gym? Do you listen when you're walking down the street? Do you listen when you're driving in the car with your kids screaming in the background while you have your your little headphones on? Where, where do you listen to us? Do you know that on the Tangentially Speaking podcast, Christopher Ryan asks his listeners to send a voice memo in sharing exactly where they are when they're listening to the podcast. People are tuning in from like on a cliff's edge in Oregon uh-huh. or something like that. Well, let's do the same. You sneaky freaks, let us know. Put it on Instagram or, or find us on any social media platform and tell us where you're listening. You can also just send us your voice memo of where you're tuning in from by, uh, I think you can text us at 310-356-3920. And if you're not able to, then just email us at sextalkwithmymom at gmail.com. We'd love to play it on the show. Yeah, we're going to play your, your little fun facts of where you're at. 
Well, Mother, that takes us to the very end of this wonderful ride. Oh, we're there already, are we? Well, yes, I guess it's, you're prepared, right, with the song? I am so prepared right now, I can't even tell you. I'm beyond prepared. Well, sing it out, Mother. Okay. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having high heels to do a little tease. It worked. It kind of worked. It worked. It worked. Thank you for listening. We love you very much. Bye. Bye. And now for just a little scrum diddle extra, stay tuned for a segment from Tristan Terramino's podcast called Sex Out Loud with Tristan Terramino, where she interviews Dr. Ina Park, who is an associate professor at UCSF and also a medical consultant to the CDC's Division of STD Prevention. For more awesome podcasts like this, check out pleasurepodcasts.com. On page 40, you make this bold statement. You're talking about being with your son at the playground and one of the other mothers being one of those mothers that like disinfects everything before her child touches it. And you say, quote, I hope this gives you oral herpes, son. You'll thank me later. Right. And actually, I said, your penis will thank me later. Oh, or actually, no, I said, you'll thank me later. But it's actually because his penis will actually thank me later. But um, yeah, it's because if you actually get exposed to HSV-1, which is the virus that most commonly causes oral herpes, it actually protects you from getting it in the genital area when someone gives you oral sex for the first time. And just to let you know, like in college health settings, a lot of the herpes, actually the majority of the new herpes diagnosis that people are seeing are actually due to genital HSV-1. So it's because people never got exposed to that virus when they were kids. Because we used to, most people actually, most adults used to have that virus. And now because we're over sanitizing everything and even more so during COVID, a lot of people are not getting exposed to certain germs and viruses. And so they have no immunity when they get older. So then you have that first episode where someone gives you oral sex. And then some folks end up with a genital herpes outbreak. Okay, but if so, if your son gets oral herpes, though, is he going to have symptoms? Is he going to have cold sores? Or, well, most people don't actually. Okay. But, you know, actually, a lot of people who are living with HSV one, you know, like they, we think about sixty percent of the population. In some countries, it's like ninety percent. Most people are actually not getting cold sore outbreaks. It's the you know actually very small fraction of people. Same thing with. Genital herpes, HSV2, a lot of people are walking around unaware of that infection and a very small minority of people are actually aware and having outbreaks. So it's really the tip of the iceberg, the people that actually have symptoms from either of these viruses. And this is also a tricky thing to test for, right? So when, when folks go to their local community um, clinic or, or maybe their, their regular doctor and say, like, give me a battery of STD tests. Yes. They will test you for HIV, syphilis, gonorrhea, chlamydia, and the the HSV test is not part of the sort of traditional panel. Um, yeah. When I got it done, I had to, you know, ask specifically, and my gynecologist yep. was like, yeah, we'll just <clears throat> put on the form you think you were exposed because otherwise <laughs> they won't pay for it. Um, right. So that's another tricky thing about the testing. Why is the testing so bad? It's so tricky, Tristan. And when I become queen of the world, the first thing I'm going to do is make a better test to detect herpes antibodies because the one we have now, and I talk about this in the book, it's so prone to giving false positives because it gives these results that are either a low positive or a high positive, which is obviously not helpful because you're like, do I have it or don't I, right? And these low positive results can actually be false up to 50% of the time. So that's why which, you know, your eyes just got bigger and people can't see us. People can't see us, but they can feel her, you know, her astonishment. And so that's why we're always hesitant to order tests and then maybe giving people a false diagnosis. That's a chronic infection that you need to tell people about. So what I, you know, in some settings actually are now offering a confirmatory test, just like we did with HIV, right? You do a you used to do an antibody test and then you would do a, confirm- a confirmatory test before you tell someone that they have HIV. And that's, you know, some labs are offering that now, but it's not offered everywhere, which is why people are not just wanting to, you know, 
included in the standard battery of tests because they don't want a lot of people walking around with the diagnosis that isn't correct. And I mentioned in the book that on ABC's you know, show The Bachelor, it's one of the most common reasons that bachelorettes get turned away. They all get tested for HSV. And if they have antibodies or false positive antibodies, they actually turn folks away, which um, is kind of ridiculous. And may actually, you know, you may actually giving people a diagnosis that isn't correct. And wouldn't it be lovely to have a bachelor or a bachelorette who had herpes and had to work that into all the discussions about hard conversations, like talking about family exactly. and if you want kids. Oh, and also I am HSV1 positive or I am, I have genital herpes, right? Exactly. Wouldn't that be really good modeling for the world? I want them to do that. I want them at the moment, you know what I mean, of that final rose. I want them to disclose, hey, I'm living with HSV2. And then the bachelor says, I don't care. And here's your huge diamond ring. And you're, you know what I mean? Like right. that would be amazing for for the field of genital herpes. So yeah. I can, a girl can dream. You know? Yeah, no, we can always dream. We can always dream. <laughs> 